Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chingo Chats. Keep your politics at the door. We just knocked out an episode of Red Pilter Milers. If you like that kind of thing, go check out that RSS feed. This is the Chingo Chats RSS feed. Yeah, uh, actually, this will be our premium episode. So it's um, actually, I'm going to make a, maybe a teaser of these and the teasers rather than putting them on our RPT feed, I'll put them on the Chingo Chat feed. So all the Chingo Chat content will live on that feed and just the premium stuff will be on Red Pilter Milers Patreon. Okay, for yeah, sure. I like it. So shout out to all the patrons, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so you were telling me something about George Perez, your mom's house. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, we were talking about what would this network be called? Because I had actually brought up your mom's house studios, Thick Boy Studios, you know, all things comedy, whatever. <laughs> I don't think we got to a name, but on the last RBT, you mentioned this George Perez episode and how the set was good and their cameras are great. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just curious what the business model is even. You know what I'm saying? For someone that does focus on their Thick Boy Studios or YMH Studio, whatever, like mm-hmm. what's what's the business model? It's like, okay, we got to have this many shows, this type of facilities, this type of staff, and this is how we monetize. You got to have at least a couple sponsors here, a couple reads there, subscribers there, booty booty woo. But anyway, I uh, highly recommend George Perez on ymh on your mom's house i don't even really listen to your mom's house i used to be addicted to it and then over the last probably two years i don't know i don't think i've listened to much of it sometimes yeah sometimes you fall off a different podcast but um man george perez was telling some stories bro of like how he was making um some trail wins in the comedy game and then some shit went down and he got picked up and it was just like so many things like by chance it's like the dude I beat up, his sister was a DA and this and that, and he happened to see me on TV, and there I was, you know, with Wilmer Valderrama on MTV, and and how he, like, first got in the game. He was dating a, a, a lady who was into poetry and shit. She'd go to the open mics, and she'd take him with her. And I guess at some of these poetry open mics, you had people like Jeff Garcia doing comedy, and next thing you know, <clears throat> George Perez is, like, roasting motherfuckers and roasting the headliner, and... And the headliner's like, hey, you need a feature for me. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Mm. Like, I don't even know what you're doing. I'm just a dude from the hood type thing. But um, very entertaining, man. Like Tom and what's her name? Uh, Christina? Yeah, Christina. They were just like, oh, my God. Like, you had to live like this? And it's like, how did you, how'd y'all play with yourselves in the gym? Like, how's that? He's like, man, you, he's like, man, that's frowned upon, man. You can't handle nobody. You know, it's like, you can't let your guard down. And you in your bunk trying to take care of your business. And. <laughs> And one of the enemies, you know, what would happen if there's a riot and what happens when they transfer you to facilities and how you make a shank. And they were asking them, like, how you make, uh, like, the burritos out of Doritos and, and Slim Jims and stuff. And what kind of job did you have in prison? How'd you do comedy in prison? Super fascinating. Uh, George is the homie. And it's so crazy to, like, work with him and kick it with him. But yet, he's been on all these shows. He's connected with all these people. And, you know, he's in that scene and... He was talking about like, like him being at the comedy store. That was like a recent thing. It's just the last few years. Wow, very interesting, man. When did you get to kick it with him? Well, he's um, he's featured for us a bunch of times. So recently was I believe when we did Brea, one of those type of cities, where you know, boom, he does twenty minutes. So we're hanging out backstage, we're catching up. Hey, I'm gonna be in Houston soon, so he'll be out here. The same time I have my weekend at the Houston Improv. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's going to be at that um, Skank Fest. Oh, really? Yeah, he's going to be at Skank Fest, so he's going to stop by my show and hop on, too. Oh, dope. 
Yeah. Uh, I was going to jokingly say, you want to go watch <laughs> Cristela this weekend at the improv? Hell no. <laughs> I don't... I mean, I'm curious. Like, okay, is your shit funny? Yeah. What are you talking about? Are you crying and complaining about some shit? Yeah. Are you up there being Lefty uh, lefty Larry? Who I do want to go see is uh, our boy and, and what did he said alum, Chris Stefano. He's going to be at the Smart Financial Center in uh, Sugarland, the big theater. Him and who? Uh, Sal Valcano from uh, the Impractical Jokers. So he's, is he featuring for Sal? No, it's his tour. It's Crazy Chaos tour. Uh, I think it's like Sal. It, the bottom was like, you know, Sal and I think one of the other guys from them were kind of, you know, do some time maybe. I don't know that they're stand-up comedians at all, but I know that they do, they do the podcast together now and, you know, he's a funny guy. So, Well, yeah, I, I could have swore they were comedians. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know they, what their background is, their sketch, improv or what, but to do... Um, What's the name of that show? With Impractical the, Jokers. To do Impractical Jokers, I mean... Yeah. You got to have some good improv skills. You got to have a whole bunch of skills, like just television production, like all that. So, damn, <clears throat> how many seats is that Smart Financial? I was actually looking up at the map the other day because I've seen a concert there, and the outside of it, you've probably driven by it when you went to Dr. Jeremy's. It's, it looks huge. It's not that big inside like compared to what it looks like because it's a beautiful uh, like facility, but if I had to guess, probably 1,500. No. Yeah. It's got to be bigger than that. I don't think so, man. I'll, I'm going to look it up right now. But either way, like, it's a dope, dope place. Like, I think place. El Alfa just played there. The uh, Dominican cat. Dude, I just typed an S and it fucking filled it in for me. That's weird. You fuck with El Alfa? No. Oh, my <laughs> sister went to that. Okay, ask her how many people it was. Sugarland getting all the concerts, bro. That was way fucking off. It's 6,400. 6,400 people. There you go. <laughs> Why did it? Oh, the concert I went to, they had the drapes for half the section, I think it was. And it, they didn't have the whole thing open, so that makes sense. But even then, maybe it was 2,000 when I went. Anyway, 6,400. Um, designed to have a 200,000 square foot indoor climate controlled venue. 14 luxury suites. 1,900 seats to a maximum. Oh, yeah. So 1,900 seats <laughs> for a small show and a maximum of 6,400. <clears throat> Shingo has a telemed after this, everybody. The, 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 the uh, allergies <clears throat> have officially kicked his ass. Yeah, man. It's been like a fucking week already. Here we go. El único rapero del planeta que compró dos Bugatti en menos de seis meses. Tu demagogia en mi ñema hace meses. Prendieron velones para que en la vida a mí me vaya mal. Cuando tú has visto que el que está con Dios que le va mal. Estamos en hoja, 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 estamos en I don't it's get so it. interesting. I don't get it. It's amazing. <laughs> My sister loves it. I it's don't so get cool. it. It's so cool. It's so cool, bro, because... No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Okay, go. Sometimes, Rob, <laughs> sometimes, Rob, you got to know how to analyze genres. So, number one. What genre is it? It's called... I believe they call it Dembo. Okay. So... Familiar with Dembo. I didn't know that. It's not reggaeton Dembo. Okay. I made the same mistake when I was visiting the East Coast and these motherfuckers were schooling me years ago. And they're like, this is what everybody's listening to. Huh. I was like, oh, what about daddy? Yeah, okay. That's so 2001. This. He's like, Dominican Dembo is what all the bitches is on in New York. They were like, if there's a house party, it's Dominican Dembo. So now... <clears throat> Obviously, you have a big Dominican 
uh, community in, in New York, right. and Boston, all throughout, right? Especially Washington Heights, the Bronx. That's where Romeo, Aventura, Cardi B, they are Dominican. Now, this is their Dominican cousin. <laughs> okay. So in the island of Dominican Republic, obviously you have like uh, bachata. That's not what this is. Obviously nearby in Puerto Rico, you have reggaeton. That's not what this is. Obviously nearby in the Caribbean, Jamaica, you got dance hall. That's not what this is. So it's not, it's not old school Dominican like um, bachata. It's digital. So now it's requiring technology it's in spanish it's like what box it's like it could have only been made by dominicans um this dude's selling out all over the fucking place that's why will i am bad bunny everybody's reaching out to him uh jay balvin everybody named mom's reaching out to this cat el alfa and marisol's experience with this shit is when she was in the zumba scene sometimes they'd have like dominican dancers come and participate and they'd be like this is the future especially on some Zumba shit. And people would hear and they're like, oh my God, hell yeah, we could Zumba to this. So I'm fascinated by it because of all the things that it ain't. It's not hip hop. Okay. It's not dance hall. It's not reggaeton. It's its own fucking thing. The beats are like electronic. They're, it's like, it don't sound Caribbean, but it, you know what I mean? Like it is. I don't know. It's trippy. Okay. I think it's very cool. Um, I'd it's have a cool to give it, yeah, no, I'd have to just give it more of a more of a chance, you know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not expecting you to like, oh my god, Rob's gonna fall in love with he's gonna be boogieing to that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't expect you to be in your car just like I'm jamming the new El Alpha. You know, it's like no, put some John Mayer. Go ahead, put the John. Go ahead, put the John Mayer Dude, back on. A thousand on. percent, a thousand. But even then, my sister she took me out to lunch for my birthday on Monday, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, we went to the." Uh, El Alpha concert on, on Friday or whatever. How how much fun does she have? She fucking loved it. But, you know, she's like in her late 20s. Like, it's probably high energy. I'm sure it is. The fucking beats, the bass. It's You could dance to It's like movement. So it's like, I can only picture, dude. I can only picture if, you, if you're like a young female going to this thing. It's high energy. It's all kind of dancing. The beats, it's all about the beats. It got some fast Spanish rapping. You probably proud to be Latino and shit, and and you know, I don't know. I I guess I look at it like this. A lot of times, when it comes to this music, um, I want to use the word. Um, <clears throat> is it, it? It's a food term. It's not trailways. It's not trailwinds. It's a. Do you know what word I'm looking for? Like a trailblazer? No, 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 no. No, it's basically like. Okay, why is why is a Vietnamese um, style boil in a bag so big in Houston? Mm. Why is that? What are the and then there's the word I'm looking for. Is it a fuck? Fuck it, I don't know. It's what the winds. This, this is what I'm trying to. This is what I'm trying to describe because I'm trying to make the parallel between the food and the music. Okay. <clears throat> why is Vietnamese boil in a bag concept so big in Houston, Texas? Mm-hmm. Well, in Vietnam. You have a, a big fisherman culture. Also, you have their river, which is very similar to the Mississippi River. Just the ge- the humidity, the geographics, the type of fish, the crawfish, everything. Now, these people immigrate to New Orleans and Louisiana and Houston, these big port cities to be fishermen. They escaped the Vietnam War. So now they're bringing 
their flavors mixing with the, the Cajun and the French and the spices and the Old Bay seasoning and the crawfish and the bag. Old and, Bay. <clears throat> so now in Houston, you got access to some delicious ass shit. Now, let's try to draw the parallel with the music. A lot of times I appreciate genres without having to be like, I mean, sure, could I jog to it? Fuck yeah. You know, if I'm high and I want to get a workout in, if, if I'm in the mood for that, you know, fuck it. Put that on, right? It's energy. But a lot of times I appreciate genres and musicians and artists and things like that by looking at all the the different ingredients and what led to all that. Like, what made bachata bachata? Why is bachata such a thing? And why is Romeo so successful with it out of New York? He ain't even from the DR. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. how is it that he's able to sell out bigger shit than Mark Anthony and Jay-Z and they're on his nuts? Jay-Z's on his nuts. Who the fuck is this kid and how did he sell out Yankee Stadium multiple times? Where what, are all these Dominicans coming from? What is, well, yeah, what, what do you, what's the conclusion to that? Well, it was just like hitting, it was like the perfect talent at the perfect time. Uh, there's a documentary, um, you know, Desus and Mero. Oh, yeah. So Mero is Dominican-American as well. Uh, obviously, he has a deal with Showtime. They did a whole documentary on Romeo Santos, like one of the biggest pop stars. Like, There's people who probably never heard of him, but he could outsell Usher under the table. Like, He could just fucking do some bigger shit where Jay-Z's like, oh my God, I'm so honored. <laughs> so they started off doing a boy band New York version of this old school romantic Dominican music that had these little guitars and ballads. And and you had like the Mount Rushmore of of bachata, like old school dudes that were like the main ones. Now you got this kid from New York and his homies from the Bronx. They make a little band. They're playing at little restaurants and bars. They start to get a following. They drop a mixtape, like a demo, with like a handful of songs, I think Obsession was on there. I'm on, uh, da, 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 whatever the fuck. Boom, everybody's, all the Dominicans, all the Latinos in New York, now they're all bumping it in their cars. Boom, people making bootlegs. So the timing, the timing of it all. <clears throat> and fast forward, yeah, he's selling out hmm. bigger shit than, like they can't make shit big enough for him <laughs> to sell out. Can't make shit big enough. It's like you're going to have to make a bigger Yankee stadium because I've already sold it out multiple times. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's almost like, well, John Mayer's done Madison Square. I know, but this motherfucker sold out. You got to keep bringing it back to John Mayer. <laughs> because you're so dismissive <laughs> of Dominicans right now, bro. You have to keep an open mind to Dominican people and their food. Yeah. No. And the, their plight. <laughs> what is their food? Is it plantains? Keep, oh, keep your plantains, dude. bro. Oh, keep your bro. plantains. They about to hit you with a frijol joke right now. <laughs> For real. What do they eat? Beans and rice. Uh, yeah. This is America. Speak English, El Alpha. <laughs> I should I should make a video just saying that. Just get all the hate. No, man, that's cool. I think it's great. I think culture is amazing. I think anything that's like completely grassroots like that is extremely impressive. Also, keep in mind, you from the country from Texas. Right. Right. So right. to you, it might, I don't even know. I, I don't know your perspective on it of like how you're just like, hmm. Whatever. It's fast beats. <laughs> that is the end of the teaser. All right. If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, 
That's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives. All right. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sa.